All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by the Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you very much, Lisa. Oilers Nation Radio, episode 95,612. 279. It's true. Bag milk, Dan, Rick, Liam, Tyler. (laughs) Gang's all here. Woo! Couple of big wins, three in a row to be exact. Two major wins against the Golden Knights and the HaHa Kings. (laughs) <laughs> but first we for our friends at oodle noodle 18 locations and counting stop in at any of the edmonton locations get yourself an oilers nation sticker if you live in calgary well you made a poor choice you can't mm-hmm. get a sticker there gotta drive it to edmonton got it good tyler what do we got for delicious debate today the delicious debate today uh ryan murray was on the ice for the skate <laughs> who that be Philip Broberg and Clem costa only played like four minutes last game ryan mcleod is getting close to returning so the question is let's go to game one of the playoffs Everyone's healthy. I don't care. Versus whoever, everyone's healthy. Should Jay Woodcroft go 12 and 6 or 11 and 7? Rick, you got something to say. I think it it. depends on who you're playing. That's what I, when you brought up, this is what the debate was going to be. I was like, okay, perfect. Who are we playing? Because I think that changes things. So, which scenarios are which? I think that's Let's just say current state today. LA, LA. I'm probably going going 11 and 7. What's your logic there? Just with um, easing it up on the defenseman. Keeping it easy on, on, on all of them and rotating Connor through at times, you know, well, dude, nice. they, we had, we played 11 and seven last night, two of our forwards played four twenty four and six fifty. So we yeah. played Basically, nine forwards. Yeah. Yeah. Bring on a couple extra defensemen then. Why not? Sure. Dan Ryan right Murray, you're starting. Uh, I think I'm going to go, I would go uh, 12 and six, unless the other team is like a Colorado where they've got some elite offense. I think that, I think that this team is, 
good enough to go back to the 12 and six. Now I I'm happy with Vinny DeHarnay down there. Uh, and I think it's okay to get uh, a Broberg or whoever else out of the lineup and give them some time to, to be fair uh, to Dan's point. Broberg played just over four minutes last night. Yeah. So it's not like they really used all seven. They basically went nine and six. Yes. <laughs> a little bit. Which yep. is even crazier. Yep. Tyler, what do you got? I originally was going to come here and say 11 and seven, no matter what, but Rick's point kind of got me thinking, I think against LA, like there is a, their bottom six might be better than our bottom six, mm-hmm. but I want to then use that and try to flip it into an advantage where I get McDavid and dry out against that bottom six as much as possible. But our bottom six also has to add Holloway in the cloud or yeah. somebody or from the top six yep. is going to filter way down. Right? But I, I still think even with that, like that LA bottom six is really damn good, but it's not obviously better than McDavid or dry So try to flip that into an advantage, go 11 and seven run with that against LA. If it was against Vegas, I would kind of sit there and go, fuck our bottom six is better than their bottom six. So it's already an advantage. Why not just hammer them four lines, hit them. Everyone's pushing wave after wave and you'll just dominate the whole game that way. So yeah, maybe the answer or my answer is 11 and seven versus LA 12 and six versus Vegas. Liam, what you got? Hmm. I think I would go 12 and six. (laughs) I think I would go 12 and six. You're not even playing Philip Broberg now. Yeah. So does it like what effect does it have? Like really Woodcroft's going to bench you every once to put Wood, uh, McDavid through the lineup as it is, right? Like why do you sure. need the extra defenseman out there? That's really kind of just extra weight. Like Devin Shaw, Ryan and Klim Shady have actually had a pretty good chemistry this season. I think New Orleans uh, 12 forwards are all good enough to be playing in the playoffs right now. I don't know if Philip Broberg is necessarily ready to go into a playoff series just because he hasn't been playing. Not because of his abilities. The thing I, I just like having the option, you know, maybe say the playoffs start tomorrow and they start 11 and seven. Maybe it doesn't work. Maybe it does work. Then you could flip because I also agree that the bottom six there, it's not like we have a bad bottom six. Hmm. And like Liam said, if somebody's not pulling their way, but Woodcroft's just not going to play them anyway. They'll rotate Connor and Leon through those matchups anyway. So I actually don't really have a preference. I do like 11 and seven for some reason, but it's mostly anecdotal. There's not like something I can point my finger to. I like having the extra defenseman out there just to ease up some minutes. But again, like last night we saw against the Kings, Roberg barely played. So what's the difference? How is there nobody considering 13 and five yet? Mm. Maybe we should consider 13 and five. (laughs) It's gotta be the next step. Logical, right? Or 11, six, two goalies. (laughs) (laughs) One stands behind the net to get the pucks behind the net. In the world of the e-bug, is there anything stopping you from dressing an extra skater and no backup goalie? I think there is rules. a rule. Is there? Yeah, there is a rule in place. Quite literally that. a rule. Oh, yeah, I wasn't it sure. Sounds, I know. It yeah, sounds like I'm it pretty is. sure it has I don't know. Yeah, you need to have two goaltenders. Goal goal yeah, goal that makes sense. Game, I Dumb thing. I'll even scrub it out. No one will know. <laughs> it is interesting, though, because Woodcroft has gone 11-7 plenty of times and clearly and feels works. comfortable with we it. Kinda, it was kind of necessary before Ekholm got here and Bouchard started to take off yeah. and nurses nurse has been really good lately. Ekholm it's just a, like we gush about Matthias Ekholm a lot and I get it. He's our new shiny toy, our giant Viking handsome man, but like <laughs> he really has calmed down the defense. Everybody. One guy has walked in here and calmed everyone down. You know who wouldn't have done this? Carlson or Chikrin. Well, Chikrin's hurt right now. He yeah, wouldn't exactly. be playing. Chicken run. Yeah. I agree. Right. Ekholm was the best 
Hmm. Now I on, do, do, you think, do you think Ken Holland had the best uh, trade deadline? I was just going to ask that. Is Ekholm the best trade deadline acquisition by any team right now? Yeah. I think we it's two. Yes. Uh, right now in the moment, probably. It's yeah. been a month. I think it's hard to say like he had the best deadline of any GM until. the biggest impact on most yeah. teams. Most GMs made their moves for the playoffs, right? Yeah. So I think you got to wait for like the Leafs, right? The Leafs are just flatlining right now. But Tampa Bay. Same guys haven't been it's in the It's a whole brand new team. They basically rotated tw- or brought in 20% new players. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying, right? Like you can't judge them yet. Judge them on the playoffs. But you know? you're right, Liam. But in the moment, moment yeah. it looks pretty good on Ken Holland, which I think we all expected. So like maybe not. A bit of a hats off well. to him too for waiting. That's why I didn't wear one today. His hats off. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> so why are you not wearing a hat today? Uh, it's for Ken Holland and waiting, waiting to the last minute in the deadline. Yeah. Way to go, Kenny. I want to hear from you if you're listening to this right now and you're probably yelling at your radio or wherever you're listening, go, no, they need to go 11 and seven because X hit us up Owen radio podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Just slide on into the DMS or hit us up with a reply. Mm -hmm. I want to know because what I've learned here today is none of us have an answer. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so hard to say because it's, it's good that the options there. it's good. The the options are in the past. It's been like, do they always have nine forwards to play in a damn series? (laughs) Never mind. Now they have, Probably 13, 14 available forwards with Holloway. Yeah. I would stack up the with Lavoie potentially. I would stack up the Oilers top six against anybody's. Totally. Oilers top six? Yeah. I can't wait for yeah. the. I love this. Everyone's all, everyone's all positive today. I don't know if it's because the sun's out in the clouds. A little vitamin gone, D does the body oh, good, you know? Man, this is. I think I've just started to believe in uh, the team a lot more recently. And obviously I like how Windsor's done that, but like the way they're playing and like the level of like McDavid and Drysaddle at the moment and even. At home, Skinner obviously got the shutout last night too. Like this team is just playing at such an elite level and being such good teams that it's like, tell me how we don't win the division. Who is who is going to beat them? That, we'll get there in yeah. a second because it's interesting. I'm liking uh, your we, bet. Did more we and write more. down the word that we? That was the, the word association two days ago. Yeah, it was. And, and I went, eh. That was my <laughs> I went, answer. I was 100. We get it. Yeah, uh, I I mean it's changed greatly in the last. 72 because to 96 those, hours. Those two wins, both in regulation against Vegas and LA, they just make a massive difference. Yeah, to get them both in reg is just massive, right? Neither of them snuck out a point. And the one thing that's going to help them, if we want to talk about the divisional race, is those two teams have to play each other once. So their schedules are not nice. And yeah, Vegas is specifically is tough. You think Vegas can fall down to third? Yeah, I think so. Do you have their schedule available? We'll check in on that a little bit later. Yep. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting because I looked at the Oilers' schedule. I mean, you know, they got another game against LA. That's going to be a massive one. But I also see an opportunity for them to win out. (laughs) If they play the way they did last night, I'm not concerned that anybody's going to stop. They play the way they did in the second period versus Vegas? Oh, and that was on the second half of it. Like, Dan, you were in the building. Mm -hmm. You watched everybody leave early. Yep. Well, I I honestly, I didn't even notice it until I looked down into the lower bowl. And then like behind the Golden Knights bench, it was just empty seat. You told a funny story like when I got here to the office today about little John coming out and trying to get people fired up. With about eight minutes left to go. So yeah, (laughs) if you've never been to Vegas, they roll out every celebrity that they have and they've done videos with all of them and they eight minutes left to go in the game. Oilers are up big and little John comes on the screen and says, Golden Knight fans, where you at? Make some noise. Yeah. And nobody makes us peep. (laughs) And so the Oiler fans, we all stood up and we're like, I guess we'll do it. And it just gave them a round of applause. Like, oh, it was a rough uh, it was a rough look. I haven't seen an exodus like that since Nashville when we were up three, nothing. And then 
all everybody in Nashville <laughs> went to the uh, went to Broadway and got drinking early. And I, they did that that night against Vegas too, or with Vegas too. Looking back, it's so Monday Arizona big win. Coyotes are a good team at home. Weathers handled their business. Second half of a back-to-back set, they walk into Vegas and absolutely lay the boots down. That was as yeah. good of a game against Vegas. I yeah, they allowed four goals. Meh. But like that was as good of a game against Vegas as they could have played. How many people said that uh being traded to Vegas was gonna reinvigorate Mr. Quick? I never got that. Oh it didn't make sense. You know that drove me nuts. <laughs> that whole narrative, like Yes. The only thing stopping Jonathan quick from being good was just motivation, right? He just didn't want to be an LA King bad. (laughs) Like it was just the dumbest narrative to be like, Oh, he's going to find himself magically. No man. He's an 880 goalie. He's not magically becoming a 930 guy. That's part of the reason I'd love to play Vegas in round one. And part of the reason people coming back in the playoffs, a la Logan Thompson, maybe, but like Mark Stone's not coming back. There's no word on it. No, I, don't, I think Mark Stone's worried about his career. Either. Yeah, I think so. It's a shame. Who would have thought at the beginning of this season that LB was going to be the starting goaltender for a playoff team? Yeah. Especially when LB did. That's who. He believed true. in himself. He in himself. <laughs> if you can't believe in yourself, who can you believe in? Wow. Put that on a button. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, the Oilers played three wins in a row. The game they did lose, still got a point out of it. And thanks week. to LB himself. Anyways, yeah. he was very good. He was, he was really good in that game. Really, really good. I was there for that one too. Just like last night, fucking Jonas Corposalo. I didn't get to see a wink of it, but he's so annoying. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what jersey he's in. I didn't know he looked like a like a extra from Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he, yeah, he was 940 something last night, made some big saves. You'll just hit a couple of goalposts though. The one thing I'll point to is he stood on his head recently a couple of times against the Oilers and he's having a very good year on his career. We've gotten him. So in a best of seven, I'm not worried about it. Like I don't, I think he could have one or two games where he stands on his head for the Kings. He's not having four. I just don't see it. I don't buy it either. It really helps a goaltender when your forwards don't cross the red line. Yeah. No offensive attack whatsoever. They literally would not cross the blue line. Last night. I was like, Hey guys, you can four check here. You're the allowed to. trap is so annoying. And the King's trap is like extra aggressive. Tyler's just enjoying a Coke. If you heard that, yeah. got to get that. his little sugar rush in. Is that your first one? Only one of the day? I never have more than one in a day. Unless it's, is that unless, warm though? How long has that been in your bag for? Yeah. This wasn't even in the fridge before. I just from the Ew. pantry into my bag, Oof. but the floor of my pantry is kind of cold. So like you can feel it, Rick. It's, it's not warm. Yeah. It's the, the cans are a little bit, uh, it's got the chill, chill, the Canadian yeah. chill to do it. Mm. Yeah. All right. Anyway. What were we talking about? <laughs> worried about Warm, you. Warm pop. You're worried about cold. me. Why? You didn't like what I had for lunch either. Chris. No, you just had tomato soup with like unflavored pasta put in it. I make tomato soup and then on the other <laughs> burner. Everybody else in the room to help them here. <laughs> on the other burner, I cook some penne and then you just put the penne in the soup. <laughs> it's, That's the grilled, most early 20s meal. Have I've a grilled cheese on the side. It adds a little uh, little texture to your soup. That yeah. is gourmet. It's kind of just yeah. like pasta and tomato sauce. Like soupier. <laughs> Could I just have pasta sauce? Yes. 
I get what you're going for. I would like to know what you ate for lunch today. Hit us up because I'm going to check the replies later and I'll forget that I asked this. So hit us up. What do you have for lunch? Start reading. I'm like, why the hell are you guys telling me this? Is your lunch better than tomato soup with some dry penne? And if you do that, it like it is cooked pasta. It's not like raw, crunchy pasta. (laughs) Just flash. If you've ever done that, let me know. I grew up doing that. My parents made that for me when I was a kid a lot. Just drop it in the soup and then put it right back in your mouth. You should be able to, if you're warming up the soup, you should be able to throw the pasta it uncooked and then bring the mm. soup up to temperature slowly. Yeah, it'll cook. cook the pasta that way. You could. If anybody can give you some cooking tips, Rick is actually a really good cook. <laughs> I may have to give that one a go. Give that one a go. Like I appreciate the laziness of it. I really do. Especially if you get the fancier tomato soups, like the ones with like oregano in them or whatever. And <laughs> really take her up on that. You could also just I add your own oregano. <laughs> <laughs> soups. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> 35% less sodium. Fancy oregano. <laughs> Toss some oregano in your tomato soup, everybody. <laughs> Live a little. Fancy it up. Damn, man. We're living. I got oregano in this soup. <laughs> when times are good. <laughs> we bougie, the, baby. The economy must have bounced back. Mm. Uh, okay. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I'm distracted now. I don't remember what I was talking Tyler about. Tyler came back from Toronto. He's still living that sweet life. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Once I got a taste of living at the Fairmont, it's hard to go back. <laughs> uh, so anyway, big Thanks. wins over Vegas, LA and Arizona this week. Oilers on a three game win streak. Now, Tyler asked me this question on Oilers Nation every day today, right before we started recording this. So I'm going to ask you guys that weren't on the show tomorrow. The Oilers face an opponent, the Anaheim Ducks that has lost six games in a row. They are terrible. Haven't Liam, yes, Liam found out a stat that they haven't beaten a playoff team in over a month. Was that it? February 25th. And before that, January 26th. So in over two months, they've only have two wins against playoff teams. Is there any part of you as an Oilers fan that has been around for a minute that looks at this game and go, eh? Well, I don't think you can look at the effort against the lesser teams in the last month or last at least two weeks and not say that there is that just tinge of, are the Oilers going to just kind of take this easy and let them stick around, hang around. I mean, the Coyotes, that was a good game by the Oilers, but the Coyotes hung around that game the whole time. So I just think that they leave, they leave the ducks in the game longer than they should. How about this for a stat on the Coyotes, nine straight games where they've either won or only lost by a goal on home ice. Unreal run. Um, The reason why, I think the Oilers will be fine tomorrow is because I don't think right now, knock on wood, that the Ducks have a goalie capable of stealing a game. John Gibson's last five starts, five goals against, six goals against, five goals against, two goals against, six goals against. This is, yeah. This makes me more nervous. He's faced 40 shots in three, 40 plus shots in three of those five games. They also have Lucas Doshtal who uh, shut down the Oilers earlier this year. Who is that? That's not a real person. But it's been four (laughs) straight games where he's allowed three goals or more. So I just look at it and I go, man, the Oilers offense is so good. This Ducks team is so bad. Even if the effort's not there for like half the game, they should be able to just flip the switch at some point. I know I'm saying some dangerous stuff right now. I was just going to say, are you going to start listing off players that are on slumps or former Oilers yeah, is, on is the team? Does anybody not have an NHL goal right? on that roster right the, now? Yeah, that's the new one. He's just going to dress all of them. Mm, yeah. May I that's throw I a stat out there? Please, Liam. Let me just finish doing my math. They have uh, th- two players who have played 40 plus games. Colton White, Nathan Bolio. Neither have scored a goal. Oh, you got to put oh, yourself down for a the, Nathan Bolio goal yeah. tomorrow night. The Edmonton Oilers against bad teams this season. Go ahead. 13, four and two. Wow. Hmm. 
So let's get rid of the narrative. Of no, but I see, like Liam, no, I, I like just that. feel like I in like the last, that. I feel like the Coyotes game, what was the, what was I, the weaker opponent? Did we play the Sharks the or somebody? Have a better Sharks. home record than we do. Yeah, the Sharks game was, uh, that, well, that was and like the Coyotes a, at home game. Get a save, the Sharks just, what did Sharks just took Vegas, just so they, beat Vegas yeah. last What week. was your criteria for that? Are they bad? <laughs> the teams I the teams I did. That's the against. metric we needed. He just looked. He's like, I don't like them. I, I They're a bad team. Teams who are like in a playoff race. So this yeah. isn't like Nashville, Winnipeg, and those teams. This is Vancouver, Chicago, Montreal, Arizona, Anaheim, San Jose, Columbus, Philadelphia, and did I say Montreal? So that's eight teams. Those are the bad teams in the NHL. Yeah, I I, and like he, I just like I said, in the last week, the last two weeks, we beat the Sharks by one goal, the Coyotes by one goal, and the Coyotes by one goal. That's all I'm saying. It is a... If you ask me, you ask me, I know you're rolling your eyes, Rick, but Tyler oh, asked me if I'm worried. I was going to say, there's also, a, there's also a very big, uh, another big addition to this. What happens if they clinch tonight? Now, all of a sudden, you're already yeah. clinched. That's a good point. Are you a Maybe little... Maybe a little celebration on a oh, Friday shit. night. <laughs> <laughs> I think you save the celebration for after Saturday when you win, even if you clinch tonight. But what, mean, if you, what if you lose yes, on Saturday? Thank you. <laughs> ideally, you do. Ideally. Yeah, Saturday. But it's Friday Saturday night, one. you know? <laughs> You're watching Boy Meets World, get fired up. You have some soup with some pasta in it. <laughs> hey, hit and the oregano, town. And oregano. Cook the pasta on the side. Let's leave Boy Meets World out of this. <laughs> That's a fantastic I say, show. I say this because I That's why I, love I said you. it. You're enjoying some Boy Meets are we, World. Are you talking the Liam's original a, one or the, the new one where oh, the no, kids the, or the parents or whatever? The original. Is. Liam's a Dupanga uh, stand. Do you think one day they'll do that with this show? <laughs> remake it yeah, it'll be a, so. all of our kids <laughs> it's kind of already being remade bag milk from the original yeah that's a good point <laughs> i mean the roster has rolled over it a few times yeah <laughs> we're next mm, yeah <laughs> yeah i just imagine this i'm gonna get pushed down life. the stairs here. salary cap era you know tyler's gonna be like hey let's have a conversation at the top of these stairs the last <laughs> the last podcast i did at the end of it tyler up. said bag milk i gotta talk to you about something <laughs> <laughs> yeah. at was the worried. top of the stairs i was worried I was worried. Um, last night, obviously a huge story that I want to talk about is Stuart Skinner. But first I got to tell you about Marmot. Do a little spring skiing. If you're listening to this podcast, there's a chance you listen to the real life podcast and you'll know we all hate Chris Chalmers mm -hmm. because he spent the week in Jasper for spring break. And I'm very jealous. We all hate Chris Chalmers. End of sentence. He also <laughs> spent the week in Jasper, <laughs> but we are all very jealous of him. That is right. And Tyler, I know you're very excited because I see on my sheet here, the golf course yeah. is opening at May 31st. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think Dan was okay, by the way. I don't think he was <laughs> too envious of, but mountains. if I had a second opportunity, it would have been to go to Marmot. He's in Vegas. I think he was. Oh okay. yeah. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, but, but like, I'm, well, you were in Vegas. You were looking at pictures of Jasper. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. longingly Man, longingly. I'm excited for the golf courses to open. I uh, went to a simulator last week because I've been doing it every week, Rick. I, yeah. I know you like this. I'm yeah, starting like, to get my swing going. Right. And it. they had JPL on the simulator. Wow. I was just going to ask, which course did you get you to play any up? course in that's the world? Huge. And I chose the JPL. The sky tram opened this week. You got some, uh, a bunch of patios are going to be opening soon. A little spring skiing, pop your Oilers jersey on, head down the hill. I beg you to do it. I tempt, I dare you to do it. Liam, what do you got to say about Jasper? It's a good spot. I am chalm in on Jasper. <laughs> Check out jasper.travel. Get all the details of everything you want to do. I promise you're going to have a good time and it's beautiful. Come on. It's right there. It's right in our backyard. You saw it in the playoff video. You know, good. 
Right. Of course. Uh, I want to talk about Stuart Skinner. Last night, he was incredible in the net. Not only did he make 43 saves, but he looked calm. He was kicking rebounds out into the right spot. He didn't give up any garbage. He just looked as steady and as confident as you would hope for your goaltender. I just like the whole he doesn't have a shutout narrative is now gone. Gone. What's like the this, sign this say? Season, this season, yep. anyway, Tap the sign, Tyler. Did you hear Woodcroft after the game, though? Yeah, that was a good joke. They said something about not, uh, not doing the same thing after this show they did last time because they mm-hmm. set him down. Mm-hmm. Well, you actually made an interesting point about that, Tyler, in the last one. So my point was, and again, this isn't... <laughs> <laughs> Not to pat myself on the back, but when they sent him down, I said they shouldn't have. I said it should have been Miko. And Miko came in and played some good, had some good games down the stretch. So, like, it wasn't a great take at the time. But I still say if they would have waved Miko and ran with Stu as the backup for the rest of the year, they would have been more confident in what they had in him and they wouldn't have signed Jack Campbell. Oh. They would have gone a different route. They would have been like, ah, this guy's got a chance to like be our goalie of the future. We don't need to commit $5 million to Campbell, who we want to be our goalie of the future. I think they would have been more inclined to go after someone like a Huso who signed in Detroit, or they would have been more inclined to go with an even more veteran option. How much did Huso sign for? 4.8. So really, would but less years. Less yeah, years. I mean, yeah, the years is probably the big thing. And better to goalie. be fair though, Jack looks great in Oilers hat. Myron on the bench yesterday. Mm-hmm. They had a if, shot. Louie was there. Jack was there. I'm like, so, man, he's got a nice hat on. So he's going to play Wednesday, right? Yeah, you don't start him tomorrow. No. no. That's what I was going to ask. Everybody agree we're starting Stu tomorrow? All on the same page. Yes. Even if you clinch? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think yeah, we're looking at number one in the division. So, yeah. So I want to win the division. Fall. So do I. Give Pickard his time. Yeah. Calvin Pickard deserves <laughs> a chance. You know? But like, I think that the way Stu played last night, he was so dialed in. He looked so big in the net too. He was just a force in there that he earned that start regardless of who the opponent was tomorrow. Yeah. No, I just think you, <clears throat> you're it's either you play him or you send him to Bakersfield. Those are the options. <laughs> That's playing. Mm-hmm. There you go. Another thing I want to mention from last night's game. And I just watched the clip again on Reddit. So shout out to, uh, I'll find, I'll credit the person in a second here. Matthias Ekholm's last minute of the game last night. A beast. He broke his stick probably, I don't know, 15 seconds into that sequence. And he was diving in front of pucks. He's making kick saves. He's pushing people out of the way. I just wanted to comment on it because he just makes me so happy when he's out there in the last minute. I like the idea of Ekholm and Daryl out there together to close it out way better than like Nurse CC or any other variation of the people we had. Yeah, I guess to a point where it doesn't matter what, which way they shoot, right? You just yeah. got to defend the game and yeah. those are your best two defenders. And yeah, it was pretty impressive to see what Ekholm was able to do without a stick. Like he just his sense to like lay on the ice and read that they were just trying to do those cross ice passes. And it, mm-hmm. it's just a smart, smart man. Said it when they made the deal. Best D-man we've had since Chris Pronger. And I love that he was just willing to do whatever, like whatever to win. That's all he cared about. Yeah. Love and it. again, Carlson, what a warrior. I'd have done that. Uh, we didn't talk about this on this pod, but it ties into Ekholm. What did you guys think of the videos that came from Oilers Plus of Holland calling both Barry and Ekholm with the trade stuff? What I said yesterday on Real Life was it makes sense to me, but I was just surprised at just like how quick Ken got to business with Tyson Barry. I'm sure. I think that's, that's the way it is. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's just the way it is. Yeah, it makes I sense. Think the players appreciate that, right? Rip the and band-aid I, off. I also think there's like a certain amount of like get legality to it as well because he's no longer your player. Like he's no longer yeah. on your team. You're not, you're not really, you don't really want to divulge too much more information about what happened mm-hmm. there. So 
Yeah, I think that there's. But just, I, you've seen it with with business. hard knocks too, right? With that with the NFL, yep. that you see guys get cut all the time. That's yeah, the part of the whole show, right? And that's yep. essentially they walk in, they're like, "All right, thank you, handshake, pay, give me your playbook back, and get the hell out of here." Well, that was a seven second conversation. Thank you. It really was funny though. It's just like, "Hey, Tice, how you doing? Yeah, traded you to Nashville," and he goes, "Oh." <laughs> I felt bad oh. for Tyson Berry. Yeah, when he's he having, may will them into the playoffs. He's having a great run with the with the Predators. Is he? Is he yeah. playing good? He's got nine points so far with the Preds. Hell yeah, awesome. that's great to see. I wonder if they keep him this summer, or if they maybe if he gets flipped somewhere else. But that's a conversation. I guess it for depends day. what they're trying to do, right? Uh, like his joke to Ekholm, though. We joked about this on real life. You oh yeah, that he, one. He was that one in the clip. He yeah, that one was ready to go. Did you hear that? Which one? When he said, uh, "When's your wife due?" and he says, uh, well, "July." He was after the parade. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> he had a good chuckle. And about he it. wrote that stuff down too. Like I know, people, like that's that's good on him. So he has the fucking. He's got it on a piece of paper. He can go to it anytime he wants. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, it showed a nice side of Ken Holland. Professionalism. Pretty sure this podcast by the end of the year, end of the playoff run is just going to be a Matias at home stand cast. Well, like I made this joke on Owen every day today when we were chatting and it's just like we could sit here for every game the rest of the year. And one of the big takeaways from every game, I'm confident in it, would be boy, Ekholm looked good. Boy, Ekholm made an impact tonight. And it's, he's just so remarkably consistent. And it's I still just kind of shake my head like this guy just popped up on the trade block like just randomly just the pred signed him whatever to a big extension then we're like eh eck we're good and crazy what i said on your show too was just the fact that yes he's calmed bouchard down but he's calmed everybody down yeah nurse is playing more confident i feel like daryl doesn't feel like he has to do everything because he knows he's got the big swede coming out next yeah but he can sit there on the bench and they can like talk about it too yep you can give him pointers you sit there and talk to a defenseman like that. You're like, okay, well, this guy's on my level. He's probably better than I am. Like, perfect. That's what you need. There's the whole human factor involved in sports. What I'm really curious about though, Ekholm, beard, amazing. Mm-hmm. What are we getting for playoffs? He's not going to shave that baby off. Does he bring it down? Does he just let it go? I think he just gets some leeway. Like, you know, when they grandfather in rules, like with playoff beards, you just, you're good. you can do whatever you want. If you're a full-time beard guy, you can go. Yep. Just yeah, keep, I mean, look at Bernsey and, and and Jumbo Joe. They didn't uh, shave down. What about Stu? You think well, he just rocks the a... stash, or does he fill in the beard? No, I think he comes out with a clean, just stash, and then lets everything catch up. I would give him a break compared to other players because you never know how the beard might ruffle with the mask. You don't want him to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Liam, break the tie. Mm, I think. I think he goes no beard. Stuart Skinner. Clean Full playoffs? Yeah, I think it'll just go mustache. Maybe the mustache gets real long. Like My question Sam. is here, is everyone is everybody on board? Like as soon as we clinch, razors go away? Listen, Mine never goes away. Come on. I can Mine's put- always away. <laughs> I am growing a, a little goatee. Someone commented on our show today and said me and you are growing matching facial hair. Mm-hmm. Aw. Like little 12 year old. I also had a, <laughs> also had an uncle who texted me and said, Hey punk, you really trying to grow a beard? And I said, yeah, I'll shave. Don't worry. <laughs> so again, all this to say, I don't think I'll do it, but we'll see. When, uh, when I shaved it like this, my girlfriend looked at me and said, what are you doing? <laughs> I said, no, what do you mean? Keep She's going. Like, what is that? You're not <laughs> done <right>. yet. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know. It looks like I just look like such an asshole. You're the only one here that playoffs. can grow a legitimate beard. It's the playoffs. You think Sid was walking around proud as yeah, hell? He's with, playing. I'm not playing. <laughs> I'm drinking. If if you pay me Sidney Crosby salary, I'll do it. 
I wonder what Nuge yep. is going to, yeah, let's see if the Nuge can do it. Well, he's going to do what he did last year. He's going to look like a pirate by the time the thing's <laughs> end. He's going to have that little, you Fuck know, yeah. little, yeah, little bum tickler thingy and then the, the mustache. Hey. What else do you call it? Soul patch. There you go. Because <laughs> it tickles your soul. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Uh. <laughs> Moving on. All right. Other thing we got to touch on from last night is the goal was incredible. The the way he scored was incredible. Connor McDavid, third game in a row that the Oilers have had a good player hit three hundred goals. Mm-hmm. That play to recognize the guy's flat footed, the separation he makes in the neutral zone, and then to be going so fast that you can take one stride in the offensive zone. He literally just took one and then glided. But I don't think, I think the defenders stood up, looked back and saw 97 and it's like, well, there's no point in even skating. Like I'll just line up at center race right now. And (laughs) McDavid's a little shoulder check at the blue line. Just be like, Oh, yep. I'm good. (laughs) Corpus Allo might as well have just gone off. Buried it. You got to do the thing with that guy from the AHL or wherever he did and just knock the net off. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Bang. All right. That was sick. Yeah, you don't see that very often. But I thought that was interesting. Three games in a row where the Oilers have had a player hit 300 goals. And we're all disappointed because we wanted it to happen at once. Wow. Yeah. Could you imagine? Couldn't they have sorted it out for us? Like, come on, boys. <laughs> Connor, could have the made gentleman memes. goes last, too. Oh, always a gentleman. It was funny. They put the uh, the trainer on, on the big screen last night as he's, like, putting tape on the puck. And the builder oh, yeah. just went nuts. And he's, like... He's like putting the tape on the puck. What the hell's going on? Looks up and sees himself on the camera. Oh, I get it. And then he like tossed the puck away for a second. <laughs> and then they took him off the screen and then he got the puck back. So they put him back on the big screen again while he was writing. Yeah, he was writing on it. Yeah. What, you was guys- the, what was the delay after the goal? Felt like it took forever to yeah, it was weird. get going. I don't know what the delay was. So, so get- nothing happened on the ice. Sorry, mm-hmm. like, no. Oh, no, sorry. They needed to repair something at center ice. There was like a, oh, yeah, yeah, something yeah, got right. dug in in the ice. Yeah. Oh, somebody okay. came oh we didn't see speed that. Speed burn was, from it, we did, They didn't show it, but there was well, just Well, Sportsnet didn't delay. show. You tweeted it. They didn't oh. show scrums. They don't show face-offs. It's no, just like. They kept, they kept they're just, they're just was, sleeping their way through this now. It was actually funny. When they were interviewing McDavid's brother, you could see the game starting behind him and he was just still showing him it's like producer okay. like no 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 let cam finish let cam finish it was wild and yeah like the first couple at least like every single time there was a scrum they'd obviously have like the regular game uh shot and all of a sudden it was just like zoomed in on some random player who wasn't in the scrum it's like well, no, i don't want to see that it's a like violent sport let us see them punch each other in the face oh, yes dan knows all about this like nhl.com when they put highlights on their website never include fights yeah it's on purpose it's like oh it's like, i shouldn't say it's on purpose allegedly in my opinion it seems like it's on purpose i'll say it it's on purpose Gary. Ready to go, Gary. Yeah, Gary also but, says the game start on time. But I will say that the social media, it seems like more and more teams are posting the scrums and the and the tough stuff on their socials. So but you get who knows? You got you get followers for it, right? That's the whole Weird. point of it. Weird. It's almost like they oh. see an account that <laughs> is going really well. How many hockey how many uh teams does hockey fights have more followers on? Three. And we're about to eclipse a fourth. <laughs> who is it? Who Columbus got? Blue Jackets. We are five thousand away. It's tough. Wait till they get Bedard though. Yeah, well, <laughs> that actually probably would shoot him up really it's quick. It's true, but I, don't, I think we're going to be long gone by the time they get shot up again. Well, what would get more followers? Columbus getting Bedard or Connor Bedard getting in a fight and Hockey Fights putting out a tweet about it? Well, a fight is, a fight, it's like in that moment, I would say us, just because it's, it's fleeting, right? A fight, like uh, when Mike Smith and Talbot fought, 300,000 people hit our website that night. It broke the website for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a really popular fight, but we don't necessarily get a ton of follows out of that. 
as that's why it's so annoying. Like I'm still mad that those fucking linesmen didn't let Mark Andre Fleury tune Bennington up April 8th. They do play each other again. And I have a sneaking suspicion that something's going to happen. I hope so. I hope so. What's if Bennington plays? He's still playing. They've been going to Joel Ho for a lot. Actually, they're going to go to Bennington for that one. I think. Why not? Why wouldn't you? Maybe we should go, Tyler. Because, oh, and who could help you out? Would you get there? AMA Travel. Oh. (laughs) AMA Travel help us get there. I want to see that fight. They can't make it anywhere. Well, I wouldn't say anywhere. Even Durham Halla. They don't want you to go to Calgary, do they? Nah, nobody wants you to go to Calgary. AMA Travel has that blacked out on all of their (laughs) websites. Don't fact check that. You got to go past Calgary to get to Drum Heller, though. Got to go to the Winnipeg airport. I take the long way. I go go south and then through Saskatchewan and then around. (laughs) (laughs) Avoiding it all. I like it. AMA Travel, I'm excited to see. There's been some talk about what we might be working on with them over the summer. Mm -hmm. I think AMA Travel, again, you put in your card number, you get some discounts. And even if you're not a member, you can still use them to book hotels, but you get your discounts. What a reason to go tour your own backyard a little bit. I want to golf more outside of Edmonton, but staying in Alberta this year. That's my goal. Then you live in St. Albert. You could just golf in St. Albert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Terrapine's That's a great right point. There. All right. never mind. <laughs> uh, before we get back to the hockey talk, though, we need to pause for an ad. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A nap? <laughs> good ad. It was a good ad. Your favorite part of it, Liam. I wonder which one it was. <laughs> it's different depending on the listener. Well, I, I always get the... Wait, um, well, there's one about Japan that I typically That's a thing. Yeah. By the way, speaking of Japan, I was watching Otani do his thing yesterday. What? 10 Ks. And a loss. And a no decision <laughs> because the bullpen is terrible and the Angels are the Angels. I thought it was awfully nice uh, love for the Blue Jays to allow all their pitchers to throw the ball yesterday. <laughs> How are the Angels so moving. favored this year? I saw that in Vegas. Sorry, not to go too. The far Angels off. are. Yeah, they're like four plus four thousand. I think there's probably a lot of like uh, casual betting, a lot of casual betting. Yeah. Seeing Otani and Trout, and we're like, yeah, I'm doing that. Got it. Yeah, there's a team to watch. Nope. <laughs> Anyways, 
This Dude is, was chucking uh, gas though. Otani's sick. Otani's unreal. Did Get you him off hear? That team. I know we're off track now and I don't care. <laughs> They're estimating that he could get a half billion on his next contract. I believe that. Why wouldn't you, man? You're going to sell half a billion jerseys. <laughs> he's a new prototype of player. He just, yeah. it's, he's rewriting the book. Where does he go? Why does he go? Probably Los Angeles. I can see him like, it makes sense for him to just jump over to the Dodgers. I kind of thought that too. I, you would imagine the Yankees would pay whatever to get that guy. But I think... Could the Angels just pay it? The Angels could pay him too. You think Kansas you know. City, don't you? But is he going to want to stay with the Angels? <laughs> yeah, that's why I would like. Does he want to stay with the Angels? Like Wait, I look, watched that yesterday, and I saw him throwing gas, and he's pumped, and his everything's yeah. working, and then nothing. I yeah, heard he wants to join the Pirates, and that's it. He's going to go sign with the Brewers. He needs to rebuild. You know, it's else. actually not the craziest thing to think he might sign in Toronto. I was going to say, is the Blue Jays were linked to him before he signed, yep. right? So he's not like out of the question. He's going to the Brewers. He just wants to ride that slide. Yeah. yeah. That'd be fun. Don't we all? Him and the ball guy. <laughs> what was their mascot? Anyway. Isn't uh, it a beer? Yeah, what? The Brewers are the, the beers people, right? I don't remember. But no. their mascot is just like some dude. I don't know the meaning behind it. So apologies if it is does have significance. It's just a guy. It's, a, it's like, <laughs> it's like, like a, there's Kevin. He's the he's actually the brewer that they're all named after. Bernie Brewer. There you go. I don't know why this was the direction they went, but just a dude. Because he does brews. <laughs> yeah. that You know what? That looks like a guy that pulls a awesome. pint for you. Yep. Yeah. You know? And here's a picture of him with a puppy. He's a brewer. So is that where uh, Stu is going with his mustache? Actually, yeah, he, he does kind of look like the brewer. I hope so. Yeah. Maybe we get a little wax on that, a little curl. On diet that yellow? That'd be nice. Oof. Come on. Who's the, who's the favorite in the MLB then? Is it the Astros? Yeah, right. Of course, the cheaters. Yeah, cheaters always good. I fucking hate them. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. funny once you leave the Astros, though, like everyone just forgets, but boy, oh boy. You mean like that? The- like George Springer was yeah, the, a massive part of that. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Jays right fielder. <laughs> he had a big game yesterday. He did five hits. Come on uh, back to the Oilers for a second. The other thing I want to touch on from last night's game is pass from Leon Dreisaitl to Evander Kane. <laughs> the closing minute of the first period was ridiculous. Yamamoto feeds it over to him along the left wing kind of bobbles up into his pants. Almost falls takes a quick look, dart right to Kane, leans into it in the net. I'm just going to jump ahead and say this. Might be the best passer in the NHL. <laughs> I, think I'm ready. I think I'm ready to admit it, boys. <laughs> also, just game? finally, the Oilers were playing big boy hockey last night. That, that felt like a playoff game. Not the team that lost to LA in January. No, but everything has changed since that loss. Exactly. 100%. Like, I mean, I like, you look, go look at the numbers. The numbers are it's actually kind of crazy. Anybody make any money last night? Nope. I'd parlayed McDavid to score an Oilers to win. So I was fired up. I had one of the pre-built bets, courtesy of our friends at Betway. I had McDavid and Kane to score. Oh, Oof. oh, yeah, both of them. Are like Tickled that. me in the loins when I saw that. <laughs> mm. Good. I love it. But make sure always, as we say, bet responsibly. Got it? Good. Provided that you are of legal gambling age, go check out our friends at Betway if you want to Throw a couple of shekels on the game. What do you got for uh, score prediction tomorrow night against the Anaheim Ducks? Classic 4-2 win. You locked that one in? 6-2. Ooh, betting the over. 5-0. Wow. Are you going to are you, you going to put your money Anaheim where your mouth is? I might I might dabble on the that for the little stew. If he gets two in a row, I'm going to build a statue of him in my backyard. Dan? 5-4 Oilers. Rick, what do you got? 
Six one Edmonton. Can I make a quick comment about statues? Please. We've discussed the Dustin Penner statue at length. Dustin, Dustin Penner. Brown. What did I call him? Dustin, Dustin Penner. Sorry. That's he could have where a statue. Is Dustin Penner's statue. Really where is it? Where I want to know. Yeah, it's got a very large tinfoil hat somewhere. on it. It's just a stack of pancakes. Nashville revealed the Pekka Rene statue. Did you guys see that? No, I'm going to look right now. Everybody's frantically Googling it was excellent. right now. It looks like Pekka Rene. Really? Yeah, because they didn't try and put this massive beard on him. It just, Does he have a helmet on? Or? Wow, that's no. a really good statue. Wow, they nailed it. I'm, it might be him. They might have just put him in. It's like, you know, you go to a farmer's market and there's like one of those people like frozen there. (laughs) That's what Pekka Rene does now. Why why can't we just always use the guy that built statues like that? It's amazing, really. Do you think that there's any part of Dustin Brown that looks at that statue and goes, what the fuck? Every part of him. (laughs) I think every single part of him is like, God damn it. (laughs) Cold performer of the week, the Dustin Brown statue. Anyway. I'm looking at these photos here, trying to see if the... uh, Boy, their nation sticker is still up in that area. Oh, I got to imagine they yanked that down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's too yeah. bad. Mm. It's just like allegedly, in my opinion, uh, when he, certain. If you zoom in on his face, he looks a little bit like Ryan Reynolds in Deadpool after they removed the oxygen oh, no. from that oh, tank. No. It's a little oh, bubbly no. looking the skin. So I'm just saying, <laughs> stop making statues altogether or make them all holograms. Let's yeah. just do holograms. That way they can always be living. Living hologram. And you can interact with them. Yeah. And you install them with an AI that is actually their personality too. So like if you give a statue to someone who's kind of a dick, they're going to be a dick forever. And that's my plan to do in my house of you. I'm just going to have you in my house as a hologram and you're just going to spit out sports facts. I'm going to go, Tyler, who's pitching today? And he goes, well, actually, blah, 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 blah. And I'll look at everything <laughs> and I'll look at everything you cook and I'll go gross. <laughs> yeah. No, when Another I go home. Another meat pie. <laughs> just like repeats. <laughs> Are you seriously eating? Insert name of food here. I can't believe you did that. By the way, if you go, so when we did the crisp of booties, mm. yeah. oh, we had an avalanche okay. of people trying them. I'm curious to see if we get a tomato soup pasta resurgence after this. <laughs> Come on, people. I, it's been a tough week. I need a win. <laughs> Photo or it didn't happen. That's I right. I got the fish and chips buddy at Gordon Ramsay's burger. Did you really? Just in your honor, buddy. It was pretty How good. How was it? It, uh, it was really good. It had a, it was a fish and chip sandwich on a long piece of bread. And then it had salt and vinegar crisps on the top. Oh, that's lovely. As a buddy. Quite delightful. Yeah. And then they actually had, I took a picture of it again because there was another place that I was at in Vegas that had a buddy as well. The lobster chip buddy. Wow. Is that a peak? It's a, it didn't have a picture. It's just the description of the Ah, ingredients. I'm sorry. Good enough for me. Yeah. I'll I'll show you after the show. You know, buddy's taking over the world. They heard it on this podcast. They're simple. They're delightful. Now let's see if we can sell pasta and tomato soup. Someone should get us like a, a motorhome. We could take this show on the road and go try a bunch of uh, buddies yeah. from around, from That'd around be nice. Canada. Tyler, you have to, I think the key that we're learning here is you have to come up with a name that North Americans will be confused by. Yep. So by next week, your soup and pasta combination. With oregano. Be, with oregano. <laughs> well, if you want it fancy. Only special occasion. Only if you want it fancy. <laughs> So we clinched tonight. I would yes. love, now that I'm thinking about it, I would Everybody love to look at Tyler's spice, like spice drawer rack, whatever you got. I'd love to know what's in there. I would fucking love to it's know. It's pretty organized. A lot uh, of oregano. Yeah, but you would rather see what it would be if he was a bachelor. Yeah, because it's like Great a half thing. I didn't organize it. <laughs> you had salt and pepper and like spices? a half package of ketchup. Up there. I use a lot of garlic powder, yep. okay. uh, a lot of taco seasoning. Yeah, okay. 
I like I make a plate of chips and or uh, yeah, like chips and cheese. Yeah. I sprinkle a little taco and seasoning nachos. on this, make it even more chips salty than it is to me. <laughs> like that's nachos, right? Sometimes, if I'm, <laughs> sometimes if I'm drunk, I'll just make like a, like a piece of bread with some cheese on it, melt it, and sprinkle some taco seasoning on there because I want the salt so bad. <laughs> that's not bad. I don't mind that at all. Actually, and I've actually started like for steaks and chicken and all of that. I got this seasoning. It's called Jake's, I think, from the farmers market over the summer. Very tasty. Probably. So it's it's actually my spice store is not embarrassing. Uh, Matt. Maddie is listening outside. She is our uh, head of marketing. She says, you need to go to jail for pasta and tomato soup. <laughs> what the fuck? She watched me eat it earlier and didn't say anything. <laughs> she probably didn't know what you were enjoying. She was calling the police. Yep. Are we calling the new meal jail bait? <laughs> that was spooky. I don't think the people on the pod might have heard that, but. Siren came yeah, out right after I said that word. Wow. I'm ready for that. Mm. Gentlemen, we have got one, two, three, four questions for Ask the Idiots this week. If you want to join in on this segment every Friday, just slide on into my DMs. What's, what do you got? Oh, well, Ethan's got something over here. You ever just make some tomato soup and just cook some pasta and toss it in there? Tyler Yermchuk, 17 seconds ago on Twitter. Just gauge in, gauge in the market. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see what the people think of Tyler's meal. I love your lunches, pal. I really do. They're my favorite. You remind me of when I was your age. Cause like I lived with my buddy, his name was Chris. And we had like literally nothing but Mr. Noodle in our pantry. We were just like, you know, it is what it is. Like I eat good. I'm a half decent no, cook. I, I buy that, but your lunches are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a terrible cook, but like, it's, I'm not like, great either. You never hands. bring lunch, Liam. You're always buying stuff. You're like, Tyler, drive me to McDonald's. At least from Sherwood Park. <laughs> I never criticize your lunch I got once. That shirt park money. Now I'm the target, man. Yeah, you got that Sherwood Park money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Balling in the bubble. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. All right. Ask the idiots. Dan is right in front of me. So I'm starting off with Dan. Mm. This one, we've been talking a lot about at home today. And I think I know everyone's answer, but I'm going to ask you anyway, because Maddie asked me, is there a defenseman of equal value on the Oilers that you would have preferred to see traded for Ekholm instead of Barry, or did it have to be him on the way up? It had, no, uh, like, yeah, no, I think it had to be him just because of the rest of the moves, rest of the moves that Ken Holland wanted to do. So yeah, no, I would say it's him. Rick? Yeah, it had to be him for ready lefty dollar amount. Yeah, I'll jump in next. It's had to be him for the money. Had to. Had to be him for, yeah, the money. Like, otherwise, you would have been sacrificing Kulak and Yamamoto, CC and Yamamoto, or one of those guys in Fogle. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, now you're getting to the point where you've moved Pugliarvi and another forward and a D-man just to make room for Ekholm. And I, sh- I don't mean that as in, like, just to make room for Ekholm because he's been very impactful, but, like, it's a lot of yep. active pieces you're sacrificing. So I guess I would have liked there to be a world where they kept Barry, but it just yeah. wasn't in the cards. Yep. Yeah. I thought CC initially, but the money of it and like CC's not been great and Barry is having a good season. So Barry just had more value overall. It's not a good trade. If some, if everybody feels great about the transaction, like you have to give to get, I like that. Yeah, that is true. Good point. Reverse in the order. Liam, you're first on opening day of the playoffs. You can instantly have one of the following. Which do you choose? The Stuart Skinner mustache, the Matthias Ekholm beard, or the Connor McDavid mullet? I get one. Yep. I Just did. like a snap, you got it. The beard. 
I would take the Matias at home beard. I think you'd look great. I think you would look very good bearded. Well, it's coming along. (laughs) It's going to fill these little patches. Tyler, you get the choice of one. The stew mustache, the Ekholm beard, or the McDavid mullet? Give me the mustache. I think I could rock it. I'd like to see that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Rick, you've just got like my father right? and <laughs> like, this father is just him. like your life. Like <laughs> mine's the mullet, obviously. Really? Yeah. The other two I can do. Yeah, you can just do it. Yeah. King of the castle. King of the castle. Look at my chair. Look at my chair. <laughs> Dan, you are facially follically challenged like yes. I am. Which are you picking? The, the mustache, ripe, the beard, or the mullet? At the ripe age of 36, I'm proud to say it would either be the beard or the mustache, either or. I'll just take one or the other. I, <laughs> did, I let whatever I had growing for the last, like, what, month? I let that grow for a month. I kept that thing weed whacked. It was just, it just isn't fun. It's not fun when you make it up as you go. <laughs> so anyways, facial hair. Yeah, I'm a, I've got a very firm answer on the mustache. I've just always thought it would be great to wear aviators and have a giant mustache like that, mm. but I can't grow one. So there's no point in even having the <laughs> discussion, you know, I think I'll do your thing, Rick, but I'll only grow a mustache. That's fine. I'll shave the rest of it and I'm just going to leave whatever is up there, up there. And it's there. It'll exist. Everyone just lets it go. Whatever happens, happens. I might yeah. just dig into me. Mrs. Is like makeup and like mascara my whole yeah, face hey. and thicken it up. Just pencil it on, you know? Kids I knew growing up did that, but they used like, uh, they went about just for men one year for like hockey playoffs or whatever. And they didn't do it right and just burnt their skin. (laughs) And they were like just bright red on top of their lips. Perfect. Nailed it. Smart. I'm starting in the middle. Tyler, you're first. Would you rather sneeze all day or hiccup all day? Sneeze. Hiccups would start to hurt, I think. Rick? Definitely sneeze. What? I think you bounce back faster than the hiccups. Yeah. Your hiccups, you can't like you can't oh. get over them. You know, like and it feels weird in your chest yeah. and like you'll get sore. Like I'll that's what I meant. That, I'll take that all day, but like the hurricane force of a sneeze over and over again, you're you like you break your ribs and yeah, shit. Yeah, maybe. It'd be a it'd be a rough day. It'd be tough. So hiccup me all day. Liam? Uh, I sneeze think. or hiccup. <sighs> <laughs> probably probably hiccup too. I'm gonna do hiccups easily. Like I feel like just I'd be schnotting everywhere on yeah, people. No one wants to hang out with me that day. I'll tell you. <laughs> it'd be that. a good time, I think, to be the sneezer for the first like two or three hours, and then it turns. Yeah, around eight p.m., you're really upset. <laughs> and meanwhile, it's just annoyed, hiccuped all the time. Hiccups are always annoying, but you can you can kind of keep them within yeah, like within reasonableness. And some of that, sometimes get them to go. Oh, that that no, I don't even like that. This is a good. This is a good. What would you do? Last question. Dan, you're up first again. Aside from the Calgary Flames, who is the Oilers' biggest rival right now? I have, you have to say the Colorado Avalanche because they're the team that just dusted us last year. Rick? Uh, in terms of like animosity on the ice, I think you're probably looking at somebody like LA. I'm, I'm with you on LA. I fucking hate LA. I did, I did a bit today on Oilers Nation every day where I went through their lineup and listed off all the players I view as rats. I hate them. Mm. Liam, who's the biggest rival for the Oilers right now? Um, Outside of Calgary. Well, it's not Calgary because they suck. They're irrelevant to us at the moment. True, I think it's the LA Kings. Quite frankly, I hate the LA Kings. Almost as much as I hate the Winnipeg Jets. Is that from the bubble playoffs? Yeah, they just, I just frustrates no me that we lost. Them. Yeah. yeah You're a big walk. fan of air travel. Yeah, and I always have to walk down. It's, a Winnipeg. <laughs> it's ridiculous, really. Yeah, really high curbs there, too. <laughs> 
And the worst thing of all, yeah, the cabs are terrible. You're only allowed four people in a van cab. How does that make sense? They take the back seat out. In a van cab. Yeah. Yeah. So they wouldn't take all of us. And they don't let you ride in the back and have like, have fun back in the day. Ridiculous. You know, it's just a dull city. They also put a a hospital and a hotel in the same place. Yeah. We stayed there. It's true. Me and Rick were, we went for the heritage classic and we're sitting there in the lobby. We're checking into our room and all of a sudden a guy starts rolling like one of those drip bags through the lobby. I'm like, (laughs) where the fuck are we? Arguably not a bad idea. Hotel though. to the right, hospital the, to the left. Got yeah. the family but staying right next like to the That cafe, I get. You know? yeah. That part I get, yeah. but you're just allowing then drunk idiots to come there. stay yeah, exactly. there too? That's, <laughs> you almost need a proof of stay at the hospital. Yeah. To stay there. Like, I Doctors totally now. get that. Yeah. But like, just, we were there to party. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And they wouldn't give us a drip bag when we were hung over the next Weirdly day. Weirdly enough. Ridiculous. Weirdly enough. Unbelievable. Free health care my year. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, I wanted to ask you before we get to hot and cold performers about the strength of schedule. Yes, you did want to ask me about that. And I just closed my tab, but look at that. I got it right back. Strength of schedule is something that works in the Oilers favor for the Vegas Golden Knights. These are their remaining seven games. Let's go. Minnesota, Minnesota, Nashville, LA, Dallas, Seattle, Seattle. Rick, how many playoff teams are those? All of them. Seven. Nashville, seven. Yeah, Nashville is Nashville's still pushing, right. yep. so I'm still considering them. Yeah, like they're hungry. They have something to play for. The LA Kings and their schedule in their final seven games. The Kraken, the Canucks, the Oilers, the Golden Knights, the Avs, the Canucks, and the Ducks. So easier, but still pretty tough. They only really have, I mean, I guess three if you count the Canucks, but they're playing good hockey right now. You can't take them lightly. Yeah, they, they have no interest in Connor Bedard. So... The Oilers, and I'm writing about this right now for the site, actually, so people can look for this to come out on Saturday, literally right now. Here's a typing. Multitasking. Uh, So the Oilers have four, let's call them weak spots on their schedule. Two against Anaheim, two against San Jose. And Liam, you dug up the stat that they're 13-4-2 against quote-unquote bad teams this year, right? Yep. Let's say the Oilers just take care of business, win those four games, and that's it. Okay? They're going to finish the year with 105 points. For Vegas to match that, they'd need to go at least three, four and oh, seven playoff teams, the way they're slipping with Logan Thompson out, they might not do that. They also have the head to head against LA in there for LA to match that. They'd have to go at least four, two and one. There's a road to top spot in the division here. And Edmonton also holds the tiebreakers and it's not even close. So all like, I think the others went out. I think they very easily could. Because of how, the way their schedule is laid out. But again, when I laid out like Vegas to match that three, four and oh, for them to actually pass the Oilers, they'd have to go at least three, three and one. L.A. would have to go at least five, one and one. Like, it's crazy. Also, the if you're listening to this right now, can you check Tyler's math <laughs> just to make sure <laughs> I believe in you? Someone's checking yeah. anyways. Don't his worry. Mood, his entire like, mood just changed when you said that. That was, <laughs> well, no, I'm thinking, okay, so if they win, <laughs> really, if the Oilers win exactly those there. four games, they're at 105. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Vegas right now is at 99. So they would have to get seven points past the Oilers because they got to get to 106 because of the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. So I was right there. Three, three and one. Okay. And LA is at 96. So they would need at least nine points. No, 10 points. So five and two, sorry, not five, one and one, five and two. Mentally, that took a lot out of me. So I'm just going to, I can see it. I can see it on your brow. <laughs> yeah. Going to take a nap in that chair afterwards. So the others have seven games left. We've got some winnable games in there. Got to play their best out of the last seven games. Liam, I'm going to go around the horn real quick. How many of those seven do you say the others win? I say they're winning all seven. 
You only have six left. Six. I think they will. <laughs> He's sticking to seven wins though. I yep. don't know when the four. They're going to play a bonus game just to win that one too. Yeah. Against the weaker teams. Like I'm not, I'm truly not worried about They're it. All I know there's kind of that hiccup. I think they could fall to Colorado just because it's in Colorado. So I'll say five and one. Tyler, what do you got? Six games left. Yeah, I'll go five and one as well. Yeah. I think Six and oh, let's go. Let's okay. fucking Sorry, go. Rick. Dan? <laughs> Three, two, and one. Damn it, Dan. I'm Damn. sorry. Buzzkill. I'm Who sorry. I just don't think, I don't, I, like, I don't think that, I think week. that the, that the, uh, I didn't, I didn't give any horses my money this weekend. Oh. No, this week. No. Uh, but I, I just, again, I, I think that dogs on the money line when Dan was, <laughs> you get those, uh, you get those, those San Jose's and those Anaheim matchups. And I just think that it's kind of a stinky time for us. So anyways, I don't think that they need them necessarily after listening to Tyler talk. I, uh, I could see. Vegas falling down. I don't care if LA does anything anymore. I just don't think they're not, they're not going to be able to finish it off here. So I would just be worried about what Vegas can do. I think we finished second myself. Interesting. We get home ice. I'm good with it. First place, baby. Yeah. I, I want I'm, it. Cause I, I want would you love, to win your money. Oh, so do I. And, and I'm dumb we get enough. A banner. I just go buy a pair of shoes. We get a banner. Don't Those we? Those $500 shoes. Yeah. Just yeah, buy an $80 pair of shoes and put orange laces in them. That's not the same. Have you seen the Adidas ones? I'm, I'm paying five or 600 or whatever. I'm waiting for fanatics. Either, I'm waiting for the fanatic sneakers to come out. Yeah. They're like, they've got like one tongue of the set. They're made of aluminum. Actually. <laughs> they have no, they have no laces. aluminum. Actually. <laughs> they're actually clogs. <laughs> Kleenex boxes. Yeah. 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 Like the office. Mm-hmm. Winning. Hey, Kevin look good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's finish off the podcast with some hot and cold performers. Do you have any more ads to do? I don't think so. I think we're good. I will tell you to go oodle new and pick up some more stickers though. Got it. Good. Excellent. We start off with our veggies every week. So that means the cold performers of the week, Liam, you are to my right in the studio. What say you, sir? My cold performer of the week is Stannis Baratheon. <laughs> I just got to the episode where he killed his child. What is what? that? So re- relevant. Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Oh, <laughs> on topic, on spot. Here we go. <laughs> it's crazy. You know what? I'm going to watch Game of Thrones like two years from now, and then I'm going to do this exact same thing on this podcast. Tyler, your cold performer of the week. Uh, you know what? It's going to be all you guys because uh, since I tweeted out the pasta <laughs> oh, and shit. tomato soup thing, let's, let's hear the update. Ron Falk, best way to eat tomato soup. Haji could be the laziest meal of all time, but doesn't sound bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that wasn't as positive as you made it sound there initially. Lance Kane. Sometimes I think you're an alien disguised as a broadcaster. <laughs> Going better now. It's getting great. better. Yeah, no, this is break sense. Um, dangerous Wade. There is nothing abnormal about that. <laughs> sure, it's the white trash version, but still a version. There you go. <laughs> I'm really. It's really nice of people to lead in with nice little positive compliments. Yeah, so I mean, then. you guys. We on. have been hoodwinked, We're bamboozled, led astray, run amok, and flat out deceived. Also, bonus cold performer Brooks Kepko. What a loser! Yeah. Yep. If you didn't For see him the with, the, thing? with the pylon yelling at Aaron Eckblad, they're not friends either. So it was literally just him, one professional athlete, like berating another one. Uh, it was a weird look. They called it a traffic cone. Takes away the whole point thing of the joke. Soft. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pylon that defends on a pylon. That's, that's it, it's not a pylon though, because it's soft. It was an expandable one. Mm. So I don't think it counts. as Like long. if you want to see a traffic cone, you go to Coombsy's balcony. 
Yes. <laughs> Allegedly, that's his son. <laughs> Allegedly, in my opinion, you go to Coombsy's balcony. Uh, Rick, your cold from the week. Well, I don't mean to get personal, but we're keeping it in the room here. And it goes out to Liam because last Friday he said he's going to bring us banana bread or some sort of on that Tuesday. And we got yeah. nothing on Tuesday. And I really enjoy banana bread. So sorry, buddy. That's, That's okay. a joke. That's an absolute joke is what it is. That okay. is my bad. That's what I said when I left the building on Tuesday. And you've held bitter since then. <laughs> it's been a rough go. What do you have to say for yourself? I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you get like two bundles of bananas or something like that from the crew? I got three bundles. Three of bundles. Have you powered through those? No, no, no. The others haven't put me through a lot of stress recently. I've been good. But what I are you do doing gotta, with them then? I, what did I do with them? You throw them in the freezer? Yeah, some are in the freezer. Right. Well, they're just kind of sat there for the moment and... Uh, I'm making some banana bread <laughs> that he's never going to bring for us. Yeah. No, he's going to send us a picture in our Oilers Nation radio group chat of him enjoying banana bread with my fish. <laughs> the one that the ones swim. that have always been there. <laughs> the one that can't swim. I got a funny story. Just wait for my hot performer. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, Nation Dan, your cold performer of the week. Uh, my cold performer of the week is going to go to, uh, well, I haven't been able to do this one yet and I feel like it's long overdue, uh, but it'll be for the QMJHL for, uh, for banning or attempting to allegedly they're going to be banning fighting next year. And then also to the OHL for the, uh, uncovering of this new scandal where they're just letting players buy their way into the draft. So, uh, <laughs> that one was interesting to me. So like it was 30, oh, by the way, Oh, death cold. thank you. You pay 30 grand for your kid to get drafted, but what if he still sucks? Well, it doesn't matter because he got drafted. So he's got an opportunity to bag milk that other people didn't get because That's you gross. had money and it's really gross. It is. It's, it takes away junior hockey. Liam, like, you were going to say something. Hey, that guy got drafted pretty high. He's pretty bad. That doesn't make sense to me. But maybe they saw something that we didn't. Getting drafted 30, into junior leagues, unless you're like a top two round pick, truly does not matter. Like it's obviously a good accomplishment. I'm not trying to downgrade it. But they're going to sign you if they like you or not. If you're a trade, if you okay, went in the draft, but, Jerome McGinley wasn't drafted. Yeah, but arguably, so guys. but arguably you could say that they make the money back just because the CHL gives you five years, gives you years of eligibility in university or they pay but you have to play a game to like get that. Kick oh, do you? Yeah, I thought, yeah, oh, okay. You have, to, you have to sign and play. Oh, okay. There you go. So yeah, but there's, I mean, there is, there is everything. junior teams out there that have shit players on them because they're rebuilding, right? It's. Yep. Some teams do. It's interesting. One of the lines, and this was more along the lines of like parents who, you know, go way out of their way to get their kids in like certain camps and stuff, or like they send their kids to wherever it's like, if you're good, you'll get noticed. Talent always comes through. And then that line always sticks with me. Like, man, even if you're not spending 20 grand to play on the AAA club team, if you are good enough, someone will find you. Liam will find you. I I will find you. He's out there looking. Mm Mm-hmm. One burger at a time. Like that basketball <laughs> player in the air up there. Mm. It's like, a, or like um, the dog in Air Bud. Yes, the movie Hustle with Adam Sandler. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, you had a burger lately? We haven't checked in on you in a while. Me? Yeah. No, no burgers lately. But I will be down in Calgary this weekend at a. Don't sell burgers there. <laughs> that is true. Sell pierogies at the rinks in Calgary. It's very strange. Ooh, that's nice. I usually get pierogies at Rexall place every now and then. Delicious. Well, it's good, but boiled just or fried. The good old days of going to the rink and getting a burger. a burger. I went to Meadows the other day. Yep. You guys been to that one? It's over that's my home it's by, rink. By Oodle Noodle, actually. Tamarack. Tamarack. That's my home rink. Fantastic facility. 
but they don't have a like a little burger place. They, they have, have a Dairy, Dairy Queen. Queen and a Booster Juice, yeah. and I am tired of it. You can get an Orange Julius there, though. <laughs> oh, it's one of those mall ones where you can't get the burger at the Dairy Queen? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, they only have burgers. They have hot dogs, but it's not. I don't want a Dairy Queen So it's burger. like the one at Southgate Mall. Yeah, you want like, like yeah. the small <clears throat> town rink burger. I want someone's yeah. grandma to make me that burger. Yeah, not, I hear Not you. a flamethrower, but, you know. Yeah. Most, yeah, I but, Correct me if I'm wrong. Most of the new arenas, they built those with like a licensed food operator in mind. Right now, oh yeah, they're, they're like fucking away. Dairy Queen. And yeah, they're getting away. Yeah, they're getting away from, they're getting away from doing juice and like orange yeah. Julius. Running like your weirdly enough, running your own uh, convenience store is not that convenient, mm. say the least. Mm. Mm. Uh, my cold performer of the week is all the sniveling Kings fans today. I was cruising on Twitter. I was seeing them interact with the Weathers Nation. I saw them sliding into the comments. Last night I was on Weathers Nation after dark and they're trying to whine. Me, you guys only have two players on a team. I think you realized you're not that good. That's what I think you realized. My cold performer of the week is Los Angeles Kings fans. First of all, like Tyler said earlier, they don't even watch the games anyway. I'm upset. I've never Let's, met a Kings fan. You never can't. met one? They don't exist. Never met one. <laughs> Do I know one? No. Oh, it made you seem. You made it seem like I knew somebody. <laughs> well, fair, maybe. Well, fair. <laughs> Let's wrap up the podcast with some positives. Reversing the order, Dan, you're up first. Your hot performer of the week. Uh, well, an honorable mention goes out to Oilers uh, massage therapist Stephen Lyons, who stopped me in Vegas, and we talked about my Moss jersey. He was a big fan of that. Oh. That was awesome to have a little bit of time to talk to him. Uh, but a huge hot performer goes out to all the Oilers fans in Vegas uh, from the minute you arrive at the airport, going down there till. Uh, 11 p.m. in front of the Mirage Fountain a day or two later. Uh, absolutely wonderful time in Vegas. Being able to hang out with weather fans is always the best. Uh, and you guys travel well. So great job, weather fans in Vegas. You get my hot performer of the week. He's a hot guy. Rick, you're up next. Your hot performer of the week. Stu. <laughs> Feeling hot, hot, hot. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Mr. Ramchuk. Yep. Your hot performer of the week. Feels good to say that baseball's back. Nothing better than having a Jays game on more or less every day. 161 more to go this year, and I love it. I love baseball. Means spring is coming as well. Baseball's back. It's getting hot in here. Do you like producer Aaron and Gavin the intern a little bit less? because of their allegiances to the Yankees and the Braves. Aaron is a Jays fan. He just also likes the Braves and has the Jersey. Gavin's a Yankees fan. So yeah, I don't like him. That's fair. I'm a Nashville sounds fan. Mm, okay. I got a Nashville sounds. jersey. they have a massive guitar as a jumbotron. Sounds like an MLS team. It is a double a team. I think they are. You're thinking of the Seattle Sounders. I just know it sounds, it just sounds yeah. like a, like an MLS. Good point. It's a nice Jersey too. Mr. Horbin, your hot performer of the week. My hot performer of the week goes to me getting some new fish about my girlfriend, <laughs> Noen, and also the fact that she saw them yesterday and said, is that one lost weight? <laughs> just, uh, he just couldn't believe it. And I said, oh, yeah, maybe he's swimming weird too. So maybe he has something to do with that. And one of the fish I got simply cannot swim. It just, <laughs> just spins around. So I've, I've been reading some stuff and I'm trying to get him better. I've put some aquarium salt in there. Did so. you try putting a leash on him and taking him around for a little, <laughs> no, you know, a little stroll? No, that's the next step. And the salt doesn't work. But yeah, so the new fish. <laughs> I, 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 I'm staying alive. 
Hopefully they are too. Why don't you get, <laughs> get, some little, get some little pebbles to hang off of its tail, you know, help it just well, stay under the water. Speaking of pebbles and it told me to feed them frozen peas. Oh, that makes them. So I don't know. There I you just, go. We'll see what happens. Makes the water freeze and feed them frozen. Some, I don't peas. know. I'm supposed to feed this damn fish peas, but we'll see. Peas How big is this fish? Just opens the bag, empties it in. About the size of a pea. Very small. My missus always throws big chunks of cucumber in her fish tank. I've done that too. The fish yeah. will eat it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're yeah. supposed to boil them so it's like soft. You can't just throw it. Yeah, I can see them like but it's just gnawing away at the middle there. Just but, drop yeah. the whole cucumber. <laughs> but yeah, you, you, can, you can do that. When I used to have the big tank, the 200 gallon, which is available if anybody wants it, um, <laughs> my big fish would love it. I'd just I'd feed him for weeks. My hot performer of the week is going to my dude. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, he just, I know it snapped a nine game point streak last night, but 96 points. He's right there, right there. We have guys say he could hit it tomorrow. Would you bet against him? No. Even on our, thanks for our friends at Betway. I've been cashing in on over one and a half points on Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Makes me happy. It makes me happy. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot because I'm flat. You ain't because you not. And there we go. Another episode of Oilers Nation Radio in the books. Tyler's got a heart out. I was going to fuck around here for a so little bit. So it was an though. hour, 10 minute podcast. I think, uh, <laughs> I think the people got what they needed out of it. <laughs> <laughs> More time. More time. I want to thank our friends at Tourism Jasper, AMA Travel Betway, and Oodle Noodle. Go get some stickers this weekend. But thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. We got a big win to celebrate tomorrow, hopefully. Or to win. Lock that in. Yeah, I kind of hope the Oilers don't clinch tonight so that they can do it their own on Saturday. <laughs> so you're a Jets fan. Yep. All right. Ugh. We'll allow that. Liam, thoughts? Go Oilers. Have a great weekend, everybody. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.